0: Amen. Nothing works like the local church works when the local church works the way the local church is designed to work. Amen? Amen. So we want to welcome you today, whether you're in Milwaukee, Brookfield, Germantown, Appleton, online, wherever. We, this is a great celebration and a weekend that we have together today, and I just want to say thank you for your generosity. Uh, those are not just numbers on a screen. Those are lives that have been touched Did you see that just like internationally, not just the 500,000 meals and people that were fed in the greater city of Milwaukee, but 1,700 children every day, our partnership with Convoy of Hope, are being fed, uh, going to school and being trained every day just because of just your regular generosity of what you're doing, not to mention all the other projects. It's, 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 sometimes it may seem little to you, but our, all of our little comes together and becomes pretty huge. When you look at the gift in kind, and then the over almost five point, uh, $1.5 dollars uh, given, uh, we that 2.866 uh, given uh, crater that, that's what was given out of this church this year. That's amazing. And and again, I know I'm a pastor, so I kind of know the stats, and I know that most churches in America aren't even given 10% of their income, much less almost doubling their income of what's coming in is going out. And that's because of your generosity. That's not because of me. That's not because of of, of a building or a location. That's because you have such huge hearts. You know, years ago, we started... Uh, about eight years ago with, with this initiative called Greater because we knew we were doing multiple sites. We want to continue to do what we were doing around the corner, around the world. And so, uh, you know, tithe is about obedience. The Bible is very clear about this, that that first 10% belongs to the Lord. It's his. And beyond that is where generosity comes in because all of it really is his. We're, we're all stewards. We're all kind of like leasing this life, if you would. But the truth of the matter is that first 10% belongs to the Lord and we honor him knowing that he will bless the other 90%. But out of the 90%, God says that's ours. And so what we do with that is that generosity. That's that 11%, that 12%, that 13%. It's it's that above and beyond. And so everything that you're seeing is above and beyond giving. Everything we're going to talk about today is above and beyond giving. It doesn't pay my salary. I don't get anything out of it. I'm just like you on this. I I am a donor. And um, and so one of the things that I want to say is is you know as the senior pastor I get to set the vision for where we're going but I don't set the pace I set the vision but I don't set the pace you set the pace you set the speed all I can do today is set up the table and give you an opportunity to say hey we don't want you to give to Life Church we want you to give through Life Church these are your dollars these are your decisions they're not mine I don't stand as judge and jury over you or anyone else. But these are this is your resources. And so you're making decisions as you have this last year. You will this year until the Lord comes back. Hey, God, where do you want me? Holy Spirit, where should I invest? And is there kingdom, what we would call eternal ROI, E-R-O-I, not just return on my investment, the way you would any company, any stock, anything that you may invest in, but you're looking eternally. Is there eternal ROI on what I'm giving? And I hope... That as you walk through this greater book, and I hope that you'll take time. If I get boring today, you have my permission just to look through that and read through those articles. Look at all that stuff. If I reference something, you can feel free to go there as you want to. Um, and uh, but But I hope that you will hear that every single project that we're presenting today. And everything that's in that book and everything that we're going to do when it comes to greater has eternal reward. If it doesn't, we don't do it. We don't give... Resources. We don't invest, when you trust us, we don't invest that into things that are, what I would say, nice projects, or well, a pastor's got a friend and so we need to help him out. We don't do that. I can tell you I've had more uncomfortable conversations down through the years of the over 20 years that I've pastored here where I've had to say, sorry, we just are not giving that direction. Sorry, we've moved our resources in this way because we think there's a greater ROI with this organization than with your organization. We love you. We appreciate you. We want to offboard gracefully, but we're not giving to you because we know you or because you're friends with somebody. We're giving to you because we think you are the greatest person to do what you're doing in your area of the world. There are times even as missionaries that I will will look at and and there are times where we don't really take on missionaries in particular areas of the world because we feel like we're saturated. We have a certain algorithm in which we actually go through that. And there are other areas of the world that we feel like are a little bit of a deficit. So we want to, it's all important to us that we are making sure that where you're giving through life church, not giving to life church when we talk about greater. See, as a pastor, there's a lot of difficult tensions that I can tend to manage from sometimes. First tension that I manage is to build the believer and serve the seeker. I, I, I think that I'm not just called to the one, using the illustration where Jesus, the, the, the shepherd, and has the 99 and the one's lost and he leaves the 99 for the one. But when he leaves the 99, he makes sure that the 99 are well fed, they're in the sheepfold, they're safe and they're good, there's no one that's going to come in and attack them. So I know some pastors that are all about the one and they just forget the 99. Like the 99 let them grazing in the field. That's not what the Bible says. It says that you're to take care of the 99. So I'm there to build the believer. But my job is not just to build a believer over and over and over again because when do we shut the doors of the ark? When your family gets on? Right? When, when do we quit giving opportunities for people to get saved? When, when, when your family gets saved, or the, your neighbor, or your coworker? Oh no, no, no! We continue to serve the build the believer, but we serve the seeker, the person that's yet to come to faith in Jesus Christ. There's a tension that I manage every week as I'm preaching, as I'm leading, as we're doing everything we're doing. Another tension is multiple campuses and multiple demographics. It's not easy doing what we do just in one location, much less trying to do it in four locations. You realize we have four permanent, we-own facilities, we being you and me. (laughs) We own those facilities in four different counties. Waukesha County, Washington County, Milwaukee County, and out County, and Appleton, the Fox Valley. We have four campuses. We have four. At this point, I was just meeting with a guy this week that had 18. And I was like, okay, tell me how you do that. I'm fascinated with this. Uh, another guy who basically has saturated the state with about 36, um, and uh, not this state, but another state. And I'm so, so don't I'm not launching another campus today. I don't anybody really have a heart palpitation. I'm just saying, but there's there's tensions to manage because you're dealing with different demographics, you're dealing with different issues. It, it's one of those things, but it's not something that we resolve. It's something that we manage. The, the manage of teaching people how to be in the world but not of this world becomes increasingly more and more and more. Uh, Crazy, especially in this in this world, in in this day and age, in this year. Met a pastor who just took a pastorate in California, large multi-site church, and uh, actually had a meal with him this week. And he's Canadian and just moved from Vancouver. Uh, And he's like, "Yeah." I said, "What are you most excited for?" He goes, "Uh, "They say that it's exciting to pastor in America during a presidential election." And I said, "You have no idea. (laughs) Just stay off of social media." And he laughed. I said, I'm serious. So, like just these are all the tensions that we but we don't run from them. We manage them because this is the world in which we live in. This is what we're called to do. But one of those other one of those other tensions that we manage or that I manage as a pastor is missions. Acts chapter 2, verse 38 and 39. It's very clear in Scripture that when the church of Jesus Christ is implemented, it's instituted, it's birthed, it's there, that we're not just to be about ourselves exclusively, but about the world. Look at Acts chapter 2, verse 38 and 39. And Peter repent, and replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sins. And you'll receive the Holy Spirit, the promise that is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for, who, for all whom the Lord our God will call. Look at verse 39 again. The promise is for you and your children, and all who are far off, for all whom the Lord will call. See, the promise of salvation is for you and your family and for all who are, are, are far off. I, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time with that phrase. It just, you know, I think in the southern dialect that I grew up with, our and our are the same, are the same word, and that's the deal. That's the problem. So it's not an either or. It, it, it's not just like, hey, you can just take care of yourself, which... Again, we all know the hardest person to lead in the room is ourselves, right? But, but, or just your family, or just your friends, or just your community. But it's not just for you, but it's for all who are far off. It's around the corner. It's around the world. It's not an either or. It's a both and. As a church, we take this serious. Um, well, this is one of the things, especially if you're new at life church. This is one of the things you need to know about our heart. Is we're all about serving Jesus in local communities in which we are in, but we're also about seeing Jesus be made famous throughout our state, through our nation, and around, and around the world. It's, it's that phrase you'll hear us say all the time, around the corner and around the world. We're constantly managing that tension, around the corner and around the world. It's not an either or. It's a both and. And I know some of you, you really get hyped up about a project that's, that's, that's around the corner that's local in the community, that's in the city of Milwaukee, or, or what? It, and that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But, but let me tell you, there's also a world that's dying that needs Jesus, and that's what, that's what, what, what Peter says. Hey, you, you've been saved, repent and be baptized. You've been saved, get, be baptized, follow, be discipled, go out. But this is not just for you, but it's for your kids, for the multiple generations to come, and for all who are far off. And so don't just be excited about your area of the world. What about the world as a whole? And there are some of you that you're more excited about the world as a whole, and really where you live, you don't think a whole lot of. And sometimes that's a convenience thing, if we really get to be honest. I don't really want to I want to kind of be a little bit of an incognito Christian. I don't wanna, really want to have to say anything or do anything. But y'all give crazy money away for building a church somewhere around the world or a feeding program somewhere around the world or an initiative somewhere around the world. But I just don't, don't ask me to go to my neighbor and invite them to church. See, it's, it's not either or, it's a both and. And this is not a tension that we're ever going to solve. It's something we're going to have to manage. And so, Life Church accomplishes this in two ways. First of all, around the corner, this is just two big pieces. Around the corner, uh, Life Center Milwaukee. We started this a few years ago. Not the, not the Life Church Milwaukee campus. That's different than Life Center. Now they're housed in the same building. Their office in the same building at this point in time. Although as, as, as the Life Center team keeps growing and, and, and Pastor Robert and the, and, and the Milwaukee campus keep growing, we're probably going to have to find more location and more building and more space and, and, and all of that. But, but at the present, this is what God's given us, and so we're stewarding that. But Life Center is what I'm talking about. Life Center is a ministry outreach of Life Church, not just the Milwaukee campus, not just the Brookfield campus, not just the Germantown campus, not just the Appleton campus, but the entire Life Church family. And we're here to meet needs right in the local area right in our city. And there's a food pantry that you're giving to that's feeding thousands of people every single week. And that's made possible by a partnership with Convoy of Hope. So I just wanna take a moment and I had a really quick conversation and I just wanna give you a snippet of it. that's on video with Hal Donaldson, the president and CEO of Convoy of Hope. Check this out. Good morning, Hal, it is great to see you. Hope you're doing well. I hope you had a good year end. We're, we're honored that you're, you're with us today.
1: Oh, it's it's my joy and hey thank you for your friendship and it's just uh, a real privilege to just link arms with Life Church and you and uh, and just to make a difference in the world.
0: Amen. Hey, I don't want to take a lot of your time. I know you're busy. I know you're just coming back in from from a very busy December and now j- lunch, jumping into January. Uh, talk to me a little bit. Convoy of Hope 2023. What did God do? What what were the big highlights? What what were the big things that you would say, man? 2023. This is what it, how it will be remembered.
1: Well, as you know, we are on a quest to be feeding a million children every single day and to really increase the number of uh, women who are in our uh, women's empowerment program, to increase the number of farmers that we are serving, helping them increase their yields. And so last year internationally, we saw those numbers just soar. I mean, tens of thousands of children, women, farmers were added to our program. So that was exciting to sit back and just see what God did uh, he provided financially. He provided the workers and the opportunities. And you know, as you know, every every church, uh, every every place that we work, we're working through churches. Uh, we're not just out there dropping food off the back of a truck. We're working very closely with churches. And to see that network network of churches grow internationally was phenomenal. But in the United States as well, uh, what God is doing through Convoy of Hope and our partnership with you is amazing. Uh, We we are seeing in uh, state after state, uh, community after community, churches coming on board saying, hey, we want to reach out to our communities. Convoy of Hope, can you help us do that? And so uh, those are some exciting things that happened last year. But to uh, sum it up with one word, it was growth, huge growth.
0: Yeah. And again, how we could not do what we're doing in the city of Milwaukee without uh, Convoy, you, your team, the logistics and, and all of that. Uh, I think we're averaging, uh, especially going into this year, about a truck a month. Uh, we're partnering with other churches uh, throughout the city. I, we fed over 500,000 people. Uh, the uh, kids outreach that you helped us with, uh, with the toys, to be able to work through the network there at Milwaukee Public Schools, got on all the major media outlets in Milwaukee. It was on all the nightly news talks. Uh, and again, it's we're, we're blessed to be able to, to connect and to partner with you, and so thank you for allowing us as a local church to be able to be a part of what God's doing through Convoy. It, it is absolutely amazing.
1: Well, it's our privilege. And I'll just say this that you know that begins with a heart and 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 Life Church has a compassionate heart. It's your compassion, Christ's compassion through you that's making things like that happen. So, it's our privilege to partner with you.
0: Well, thank you. Hey, I want to shift gears real quick. 2024, we're jumping right into the beginning of the year. Uh, what is God saying to you? What, what's the big vision at convoy for 2024? How can we be praying for you guys? What, what, what is it that you see ahead?
1: Well, we're continuing to respond to disasters, you know, and I think your people can and really uh, take it to the bank that whenever there's a major disaster, convoy of hope is going to be on the ground representing life church in those situations, but uh, let me just mention two things that are, are really critical. Uh, right now, Africa is experiencing the greatest hunger crisis the world has seen in 50 years. And we are having so many churches in Africa who are contacting us, asking if we could partner with them just to really keep people alive and to grow the church. And so we're really excited about doing more in Africa. We want to just double our footprint. Uh, That would be just uh, thousands and thousands of more children in our feeding programs, getting them off the streets, getting them off the garbage heaps and getting them into classrooms where they can learn to read and write and learn that Jesus loves them. So we're partnering with churches to do that, increase the numbers significantly. But here in the United States, uh, we opened up a distribution center in Sacramento, California, so that we could serve the West Coast. We are going to be opening one in Atlanta to serve more of the Southeast. And uh, we're looking at other opportunities, as you know very well, uh, even in the North. And so our hope is that we can create a footprint where we can have a national distribution network really serve more churches and lead more people to Christ.
0: That's amazing. That's one of the things I love so much about uh, your heart, Hal and Convoy of Hope is that I think that compassion is the evangelism for the 21st century, and you work through these local churches in order to empower the churches to 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 do that. And then the network is already there. So it's not just a a compassion, compassionate group of, of do gooders. It's true gospel uh, and kind of with Jesus with skin on type stuff. So man, that is amazing.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you for just your generosity. Thank you for all the life church has done to really make what we're doing possible. We are representing you in places around the world. It's made possible because of all that you've done. And last year, life church stepped up in such a huge way to really empower us. And for that, we're just so grateful.
0: Well, we're, we're honored to be a part in how God bless you guys and God bless Convoy of Hope and the work of the ministry in 2024 and uh, in your heart. I mean, I I get an opportunity to be able to sit and hear you probably in a way that very few people do. And to your vision, your heart for lost people, uh, your heart for just hurting people and to help that, whether it's a disaster, whether it's a disastrous situation around the world or uh, any type of a context. Uh, So thank you. And thanks for all that you guys do. We love you. We're, we're honored to be a, a partner uh, and with Convoy of Hope, and we're believing for a great year in 2024.
1: Amen. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.
0: So that kind of takes us from around the corner. Let's talk about around the world. What, what, what do we do and how do we do that? And, again, there's more things, and I, I don't even have time to unpack. I'm looking at the clock right now. And so for those of you that are, are not live with me, please, you're, you're not sitting in the same room with me. I'm, I'm not going to be long. Don't ever trust a preacher when he says that. Anyhow, but classic missions is around the world. When we say around the world, we're talking about missionaries, missions organizations. It's, it's what, what, what Peter was saying there to those who are afar off. This means that we take the gospel, we make it accessible to every single person and probably most people that will never meet this side of eternity. What a day that will be, right? When, when, when this world is over and we're standing before God and you get to see the return on your investment. People that will come to faith in Jesus Christ, children that we minister to, moms and dads and families and areas of the world that you've never traveled to, that will come to you one by one. The Bible says that they will come and they will we'll all sit at the feet of Jesus, which will be an amazing thing, but to see that. But I want to take a moment, just an organization that we use and that we support to help us do this, just highlight is Life Publishers, who does the Full Life Study Bible, the Fire Bible. And so we partnered with them last year to do the Burkina Faso, which that's in progress. And we are looking to try to be able to be there when they actually do the, uh, the launch of that uh, with the pastors that are there. And, uh, and so, and then, and then this year we are doing the Vietnam. Uh, uh, we're taking on that as a, the translation. And there was a, a first translation that was done. I don't know how much I can say publicly, so I'm trying to edit my comments. And that translation kind of got in there. Does everybody kind of understand what I mean? Because it's a communist country. And so in order to not put anyone's life at risk going to prison, because uh, classically pastors that were, are credentialed in Vietnam had to go to prison before they could actually pastor a church. Did you know that? Just think about that. If I had to be in prison first before you, before you hired me as your pastor, probably for a whole other reasons. But anyhow, right? So... <laughs> But, but they're doing that because they feel like they're not worthy to be the pastors unless they're, these are the men and women that are these, receiving these, these Bibles and the churches and the, in the, in the cell groups and all that's happening in Vietnam. And so you and I can go in there, but it's still very much a communist, anti-God, atheistic country. And so we're going we're going to partner with with Fire Bible to do that this this next year. There's going to be more about that that's going to be said not today but in a different day, but I just want to show you a quick conversation with Jeff Dove, the president of Fire Bible. Check this out. Hey Jeff, it is great to see you. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule to to join us today on this quick Zoom call and uh, again, we love you and we love uh Life Publishers and the work that you do with Fire Bible. It's amazing. And so, uh, again, thanks again for taking time and um, hope you're doing well. I just want to take a, just maybe just I have two big questions, but one question would be um, talk to me about 2023. As you look back over 2023, the highlights, things that God's done uh, through Life Publishers, Fire Bible. Talk to me about what's happened.
2: OK, well, if you cut me, I bleed Fire Bible. And uh, what's happened has just been earth shaking. We just finished the Sinhala version for the country of Sri Lanka only took us like 13 years to get to the end of that one but it's finished it's in the hands of pastors all over sri lanka a place where it's frankly very dangerous to serve god in a public way come across with me to europe and we finished the sweet or i'm sorry we finished the serbian edition for the people of serbia and uh, they threw us a curveball right at the end pastor they said we don't just need this in latin script we also need it in cyrillic can you just print it in cyrillic well it's like doing two fire bibles and we turn on our heads and we got it done, so we just rolled both of those out in Novi Sad, Serbia, here just recently. Wow!
0: So that that's amazing, Jeff. And again, I know that you guys are working literally all over the world, and um, and, and the work that you're doing is, uh, is 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 tremendous. Tell me what as you go into 2024, what is it that you are excited about? What are, what are, what are the big things? What are you dreaming about? Uh, share as much as you want to share.
2: Okay. Well. The big thing that I'm, I'm dreaming about, and you just again, if you cut me, that's what I believe. I just came from the country of Kazakhstan about seven weeks ago and got to walk in places where people literally give their lives if it's found out that they belong to Jesus Christ. Um, I won't name the country. I won't name the people group. for I don't know where this is going to end up, at, so you have to trust me. But there's an estimate of 1.6 million of these people that are already in concentration camps, forced labor camps. And if they find out you're a believer and you've got access to the word of God, you're in deep, deep trouble in this place. And you just simply can't hide. Well, we got close to that spot in Kazakhstan and it was just a real heart, heart moment for me, Pastor. And uh, as I as I realized the freedom that I have versus the complete bondage that they're under, and they're not just asking for prayer, they're not just asking for deliverance, they're saying, give us resources to build the church of Jesus Christ. So to that end, we're Build one in the Cyrillic script, the Russian script, speaking for a fire Bible. We'll do one in the Arabic script, because many of these people come from a Muslim background. We're also going to do the Kazakh fire Bible for the nation of Kazakhstan. And then beyond that, for all of Central Asia, you just think of all the stands that you can think of. Tajikistan, Kyrgyzstan, Uzbekistan, uh, Afghanistan, Pakistan. All of them will have a group of people within them that speak this Kars language, Central Asian Russian. And uh, they asked us for a Fire Bible. And it turns out out of the three we're doing in that region, that's the one that's going to be the quickest and easiest for us to get our hands around. But the one that your church has helped us significantly with in Burkina Faso is going to be massive. The men and women of God are working on it as we talk right now. one up to Ethiopia, the, the Fire Bible in its original form was so exciting and so useful. They now are mating it to a brand new edition of Ethiopian language called the Amharic. And God's helping us. We're going to do a new one there as well. So it's going to be a big year in 2024. Um, we need workers. We need favor. We need open doors, and we need a bazillion dollars. But I'm a missionary, so you expect me to say that. Wow. That's <laughs> awesome.
0: That's exciting, Jeff. Well, hey, please know that we we love you. We're praying for you. We're with you. Uh, thank you for allowing us as Life Church to be able to be a part of what you're doing around the world. And uh, man, uh, I believe 2024 is going to be an amazing breakthrough year. And uh, and can't can't wait. For these translations to become realities and where they're distributed to the pastors and that's awesome
2: amen thank you life church for everything you've been to us through the years you're one of the easiest partners on the planet to work with and we know you got our back
0: bless you jeff have a great day man
2: you too pastor bye bye bye
0: so those are just two organizations that we're partnered with that we're significantly giving to that makes that that, that around the corner, around the world happens. So I want to land the plane and, and just, again, in this book here, this is something you take home. There's some good articles about what's happening through the various ministries, through uh, Life Center, uh, what's happening around the corner, and then around the world, missionaries, missions projects, projects. Uh, This book comprises basically our goal for this year is $1,625,000. And so we're we're believing that just in cash, beyond gift and kind, that we'll do $1.625 million. That's what this book is. And that's what this is comprised of if we do everything that's in here. And so again, this is vision. I don't set pace. How quickly do we get this accomplished? That's you. I'm kind of... Put the book together, I'm sliding it across the table at you. And so if you would, grab the, there's a there's a card, this greater card that's in there, just grab that. I promise you it won't bite. It doesn't, it's not going to fingerprint you and go to your bank account or anything like that. Just something to be scared of. Even if you're a guest, I just want to walk through this really quick and then I'm going to pray. And I'm going to give you an opportunity, though, to respond today. Because, again, most of you in this room, this is not a new thing for you. Some of, the, some of you, this may be your very first. You might have been attending for six, seven, eight, nine months, and you've never been to a greater weekend. We do this once a year where we just kind of celebrate what's happened in the year previous. What we've been doing around the corner, around the world as a congregation and celebrate your generosity, and then we give you an opportunity to make a commitment. So there's three areas that I ask every year for you to commit to. First of all is to pray. And that's an easy box, it feels like, to check, but whoa, whoa, that's part of the reason why we give you this greater book. Is so there's, there are names of missionaries, not all their locations, because some of those are sensitive. Uh, there are missionaries that were in a book last year that weren't in the book this year. That's, that's not necessarily that we dropped them. It may be that they are in very sensitive situations. Right now, what's happening in our world climate, the number of missionaries that we have that have been um, basically kicked out of the countries that they're in, and they're trying to stay off of any kind of a printed grid or anything like that that would be anywhere. Uh, we, we, we honor that. Uh, matter of fact, in and, and, and just several weeks, we're going to have a missionary here uh, that's basically started a project called Live Dead. Uh, we've got a group that's going to uh, Oman, not Amman, Jordan. That's a hotbed right now. But Oman, which is a, a different country. And so, but again, it's still in the Middle East. It's still basically illegal to convert to Christianity. Uh, and uh, But we have missionaries that are working there that are under their business people. And uh, so, so some of you may go, well, how does this? Well, they're business people, and they feel a call, call of God. They've got uh, degrees from, from state in, and universities in the, in the U.S., and they have now lived in Oman, and they're there. And so we're, we're having a young adult group that's going to be going in just a matter of a couple of weeks. They're actually going to that part of the world. And so, uh, again, this is a whole missions movement. And so uh, we're going to have the guy that's doing that, he'll come be here. And I'm just saying that because you don't ever know how much your prayer makes a difference. Um, Pray. Nothing, listen, nothing significant in our world happens without prayer. You cannot, it would be great if you could just write a check. That would be the easiest thing in the world, but it doesn't work that way. It it doesn't work just with church attendance, it doesn't work with just being in a Bible study or a life group, it's prayer. Prayer breaks things. Prayer, prayer does the heavy lifting. Prayer does, quite frankly, it breaks up the ground. And so, again, I, when you check that box, I'm asking you to to, continue, to commit to pray. Pray that we're going to help reach the $1.625 million goal for this project so that we're able to go in this calendar year. Pray that we're going to, for the missionaries and for the ministers and for the men and the women that are, that are there, that, that are listed, pray for them. And, and and pray pray for these ministries. Pray for Life Center. Pray. We, 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 need, we, we need more uh, facilities. We're out of facility space. There are kids in MPS that are on a waiting list to come to 56th and Burleigh. Literally, the facility cannot facilitate all that God wants to do. So what do we do? We begin to pray. Now, I could pray, I could quit praying today if you want to write a check. Amen. Woo, I feel that. All right, anyhow. But right now, we haven't got to that part yet. Hold up, Pastor. Just commit to pray. Second, go. Commit to go. If you check that box, here's what's going to happen. Let me tell you, you're going to get an email from us saying, hey, you've shown interest that you may want to be involved either in Life Center, uh, around the corner stuff, or you want to go on a mission trip. All we're going to do is give you information. That's all you're doing. You're not obligating yourself. We're not putting you on a list that we're going to hound you to death. We just want to give you information. That's all that is. And so there are six different international trips that are happening this year. Uh, the Burkina Faso trip, that will be, de- compen- that will be dependent upon when that, that publishing is done and when we can get in country. And we know right now if it was happening today, we could not stay the night. That's how big of a hotbed it is because you've got to fly in and fly out. So there's a lot of red tape with that, even if the State Department gave us clearance to be able to get into the region. Um, so, again, you may go, wow, he's talking serious stuff. Yeah, you have no idea. Um, and so um, go. So, again, you go, I don't want to do anything that crazy. That's okay. We got some stuff that's a little bit like, you know, it's like it's a glorified cruise ship. But that's okay. We'll, we'll, get, we'll ease you into it, right? We'll just kind of ease you into that. And so that's happening. So if you're interested at all, do that. And, and my encouragement is, is, is missions is not just taught. It's caught. You got to get around it. Go, listen, y- you want to understand what's happening in areas of our world? Go. It gives you a completely different perspective. I'm just telling you, a totally different perspective. And so I encourage you to do that. And the last thing is is to give. Simply just to make a commitment to give. And so there's an opportunity for you to give an amount, and whether you want to do that weekly, monthly, yearly, or or an annual amount, to put that on there. So what I'm going to ask you to do is to consider today to do that. Now, you may go, oh, I'm not ready for that. That's okay. You can take this card with you. You can pray over it. And then you can bring it back. You can drop this in, in the offering boxes uh, any weekend. We'll, we'll kind of be highlighting this for the next couple of weeks. But if you've been doing something for greater, I would encourage you to look at what you're doing and at least do what you did last year. And you may go, but, you know, man, it's inflation, and it's crazy, and the market's unpredictable, and what's happening, and what's going on, and everything costs more. I get it. I'm just telling you. I had this conversation, Tammy and I did this past week that we're going to up what we're doing for greater. And I'm not telling you that because that's what you have to do. I'm just telling you what I'm doing. Because my, my, my personality is I kind of thrive on adversity a bit. When you tell me I can't do something, then just sit back and get a Diet Coke and a bag of onions. It's going to happen. It may take me a little time. It's, we're going to get there. And so I refuse to let the financial economy and the world in which I live in dictate to me what I'm supposed to do. The Bible is very clear about this. That I ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do? And can I just tell you, the devil's never going to tell you to give money to missions. Never. I learned this a long time ago. There was a missions offering I was giving. It wasn't a matter of if I was going to, it was how much. And there have been more times that I've had to go back and, and write another check or do because I, did, I wasn't obedient the first time. And I didn't do, I, I did something, but I didn't do what God asked me to do. And what I'm saying to you is, I'm never going to come to you and say, I need you to do X, Y, and Z. My job is not to set pace. That's your job. My job is to set vision. That's my job. That's what I'm doing today. So I'm not going to come before you as a business person or someone in the congregation or a high capacity, net worth person and go, hey, man, I need you to give. No, 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 no. That's the Holy Spirit's job to speak to your heart. But all I'm asking is would you ask him? That's a little more bold, isn't it? Would you ask him and say, Lord, what do you want me to do? If you've never done anything, but this is your church home, I would ask that you do something. Because here's what's important to me is that we're all apart. Because when we're all apart and we cross the finish line and we do the 1.625 this next year, we all get to be a part of this. Whether you gave 10 bucks or 10,000 or 100,000 or a million, we all get to be a part of it. It's never about the amount. It's about, am I doing what God's asked me to do? The Bible says that when there's someone that's in need, And you have the ability to show kindness and compassion and to do good to them. Don't withhold it when you have the ability to do so. So, today, I'm not asking you to give to Life Church. This is not about Life Church. None of these projects. I'm asking you to give through Life Church. Everything that I'm showing you today is going to show up in heaven. Every single bit of it. If it's not, we don't do it. I'm just telling you. And everybody can do something. So, I want to do this right now. I wanna ask you to take, just take a moment and, and write, put your name and email or phone, whatever you wanna be connected to, uh, and then to check those boxes, to commit to pray, to commit to go, to commit to give, and then write that down what you wanna do. And again, if you need more time, no problem. No, no one's gonna stand, stand there till you put your card, right? But I'm gonna have the ushers in just a minute at every single campus. Ushers, begin to prepare yourself. I'm gonna have them come in just a minute, and they're actually gonna collect these cards. So as the ushers begin to prepare themselves, And they can just, in just a minute, I'll give you enough time. But at every campus, they prepare themselves and they're going to just, we're going to pass a bucket. You're going to see a video testimony of someone who went on, of a couple that went on a a, a mission trip this past year. And then we're going to be done. But I'm going to ask you today just to take a moment to do this. You go, why is this important? Because you're seven times more likely to do something if you write it down. And it helps us as a team. To be able to go, okay, here's what we need to. Because, again, we're going to run at the speed of your generosity. You set pace. So what happens out of these cards is this helps us figure out how fast and what we, what we can do. Because every one of these projects, they need them yesterday. That shouldn't surprise any of you. I probably get three to four requests for mission dollars every single week. I probably get around $8 million worth of missions requests every single year. Just so you know. I mean, I'm genuine, legitimate people with, so I push beyond the videos, I push beyond the stories, I push beyond the heart, and I go down to the raw, hard data of what they're doing, what's kingdom ROI, what does it cost, what are we doing? Is this the best person to do it? If we think there's somebody else in the area that does it better, we don't give to that person, we give to the other person. And that may seem harsh to you, but but this is kingdom. These are lives, these are people, and you need to know that. And so again, we're as generous as we possibly can be, and I think we're an incredibly generous church. But we're very much particular about who we partner with. And because, again, this is not, you know, missionaries are not travel agents. Missionaries are not Conde Nast kind of article writers for for some travel and leisure magazine. The missionaries that you support that are in this book, these are men and women that are giving their lives. The five couples that are in, in, in Oman, they're raising kids there. They're they're giving their lives there. When Dick Brogdon comes in a few weeks, Dick will tell you that we have not yet had a martyr. We're just waiting because it's too hot. He's the first missionary that said to me, I don't need money. Would you please send me your people? Wow. Yeah, if you don't get called in the vocational ministry, you may want to miss that weekend because I'm just telling you, it's one of the most convicting conversations that I've had in a long time. Jesus is coming back. I could preach on heaven right now. This has been a tough week for me. There's been some stuff that's gone on that I'm good, but just, man, the devil is on the prowl. And he is seeking about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And this is not a time for the church to pull back or to let up. No, 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 we lean in in prayer. We commit with giving and going. Until Jesus comes. So today, you'd help us with you. would Just simply just let us know what that is. Here's what I want to do. I'm going to pray. And as I pray at every campus, the ushers are going to come forward. And then when I say amen, they're going to pass the buckets. And you can just simply take this card and drop it. And if you need more time, just hold it. No one's going to say anything. But um, I encourage you today to be a part and to do something. Ask the Holy Spirit. Lord as the ushers now are making their way to the front, and they're gonna wait until I say amen to pass the buckets. I pray, Father, first of all, Lord, I thank you that you have blessed me and my family. My calling is not to go overseas. My calling is right here. And I thank you for this wonderful community of believers. Life Church, Life Church, Wisconsin, that you've called me to lead and to be a part of. God, these are a generous people with hearts, Lord, that wanna serve you, that wanna live right for you. We're not perfect, God, we're far from it, but Lord, by your grace, we're redeemed and we're restored and, and God, we surrender everything that we have. And so Lord, I pray God today for every one of these individuals, for every one of these cards that are that are turned in, I just pray God for our missionaries, for the organizations, that come alongside, that help us to be able to do what you've called us to do. What Peter said, that this is not just for us, but it's for our children and for those who are far off. Bless today. God, I pray for these mission trips. Bless them. Fill them with people that need to be on that trip. And, Lord, if there's people in this room that they would say, God, I'd like to go, but my schedule won't allow me. But maybe you speak to their heart to send someone. Lord, that the people that need to be on those trips are on those trips. And, God, that you would bless and that you would protect and that you would do and that you would just open eyes to see. And, God, I pray for the giving. Holy Spirit, I ask you to speak to your people. These are not my people. They're your people. And I pray, Lord, that you would speak to them, that we would have an abundance that you would open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing upon these people so great that a room would have contained it. And God, that you will get it to them so you can get it through them, Lord, that we will see more than 1.625 million in cash plus GIK, that we would go over $3 million in total giving from this place today. And this year, I pray. And I pray, God, bless and keep. In Jesus' name, amen.